0: This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 602, and the quote of the day is, when you focus on the good, the good gets better. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here, episode six hundred and two of the Drummers Resource Podcast, and like we do every year, go we go through and find the top ten episodes from the previous year based on downloads. That's it's not based on preference of mine, and so based on the downloads, we look at all of those episodes and then pull out some amazing pieces of wisdom from each one of those episodes for you to check out. So, keeping up with that tradition, we're looking back at twenty twenty, and although twenty twenty was a crazy year. And it was a bad year for a lot of us The silver lining with the podcast is I had a lot of great guests on And there was a lot of wisdom to be shared So we are going to start with number 10 And again, these are just based on download So it's not a preference thing or anything like that So let's get into it This is number 10 with Billy Martin from episode 557 And he's talking all about interconnectivity In your playing, in your life, all those things Here we go yeah i think it's
1: important at some point in your development that you realize that it's all connected you know like your playing your sound your approach your style it can be influenced by anything i had a garden in the early years of living here in new jersey when i moved from brooklyn And so I had a student that was like, oh, I just want to help you whenever I can. I can't afford to pay for lessons. I don't have much money. So he started working with me. And what we noticed was that the playing got different and better and stronger in a way because we were, you know, this physical exercise that we were doing, getting outside and moving around, felt so different when you got on the drums, as opposed to being locked up in a drum studio all day, just practicing rudiments. You're not really getting much information from the outside world.
0: All right. That was Mr. Billy Martin. And now we're going to number nine with Omar Hakeem from episode 584. And he talks all about work, work ethic, and things that you should be working on. This is one of my my favorite quotes from the podcast in total. So check it out.
1: We already know, like, practice, 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 learn the rudiments, learn the music. But sometimes the struggle is the inner chatter and the... The faith part. What I realized was I might be out of work right now, but that doesn't mean I don't have work to do. So, therefore, there's no such thing as an out of work musician.
0: All right, that was Mr. Omar Hakim. Let's go to number eight, and this is from episode 565 with Shannon Forrest, and he talks about finding his voice and finding your voice in general. And I I think this is important because that's the goal for all of us, right, is to try to find our voice. And I think it's reassuring when you hear someone like Shannon, where he talks about not having it, you know, not finding his voice at first either. So we all go through this. It's all a struggle. So here it is, episode 565 with Shannon Forrest
2: if you go back and you look at different variations of
0: periods of time when
2: Jeff played live with the guys and played that, they would change it up differently. I mean, the the way he played it on the record, just from a standpoint of the internal swing of the thing, was not quite the same as he played it in 1990. That's by design. You know what I mean? It's like, well, we're hitting it now more like a rock tune. You know what I mean? So there's just you're going to hit the hi-hat a little bit different. The harder you play the song, you can't make that third eighth note of that triplet. Speak as far back on a sixteenth or as snappy. It's like now it's leaning a little more. It's it's a little harder edged. You know what I mean? It's just all contextual. So it's like even Jeff didn't try to rearticulate the record the exact same way when he went out and played it. You know what was the overall set of tunes leaning like? Was it a heavier handed feeling set? Then when we get to Rosanna, we got to hit it harder because the whole attitude of this new show is hitting a certain way, which is what I felt about the last tour we did. We had essentially the same set list from 2018 through 2019, but within Toto's kind of collection, uh, body of work, it kind of lined up to a certain sort of rock context within the band. So it, everything hit a certain way that maybe kind of fell more into my natural voice as well. So even though it's still sounding very much an homage to Toto, it, I felt like I was finally able to find something that was very more comfortably My voice, you
0: know. All right, moving right along to number seven, we have Mr. Dennis Chambers. This is from episode 564, and he has some really good advice for how you can listen to players and then take what you're learning and take what you're hearing and have it go into your own playing and sounding original. So, check this out, Mr. Dennis Chambers.
1: Well, you take all these things that you listen to and you're learning. Once you learn that lick, or once you learn that phrase, or once you learn that feel, then you put yourself in a position to go like, what would I do? How would I approach this? The key word is, how would I? Meaning it's like, how would I feel? How would I do? How do I hear? So that's how Steve Gann, and every, all, your, all your great drummers, drummers, that's what they did.
0: All right, now we are at number six with my man, Ben Caesar. And this is from episode 552 and his analogy on time. And this is some really solid advice for anyone who struggles with their time or needs a new perspective about their time. Check it out.
1: This was in regards to the flow of time. My philosophy on it, or analogy, I should say, is more like driving a car. And when you're going down the highway and you're holding the wheel your car, that's analogous to you behind the kit, your music, is going straight and not wavering. Well, if you look at your hands as you're going straight and not wavering, they're actually adjusting. You're never deadlocked on the wheel. If you did that, your car would veer off the road. So to make the car go straight, you're constantly making minor adjustments. Your time is your fingerprint. I mean, that's... Honestly, what separates us, I think, as artists in terms of your personal stamp? Cuz let's face it, I mean, the grooves and the fills and the licks and that, all of that's recycled. I don't know that we're really making any new content.
0: So you've heard me talk about the Black Panther Design Lab series for Mapex. Let me tell you a little bit about the Artist Series. So they have a couple different options and one of them is the Warbird. This 12 by five and a half snare is designed by Chris Adler and it's an optimized version of the original Black Panther model with a unique 12 inch diameter and 100% walnut shell that delivers a dark, biting and powerful sound. These snare drums are amazing. You can check this one out and more by going to mapexdrums.com. Hey, are you tired of coated drumheads chipping and flaking after only a few hours of play? Tired of premature denning and breakage? Well, welcome to the next generation of coated drumheads Evan's new UV coating technology. They're made with proprietary inks and a new UV like curing process, so these heads are able to withstand strikes, brush strokes, and rim shots better than anything on earth. That means you get to play heads that sound and look fresh for longer and you can spend less time tuning and modifying and changing heads. They're available in one-ply and two-ply, as well as Evan's proprietary hydraulic and EMAD systems. Check them out by going to evansdrumheads.com. All right, we're halfway home. This is number five with Mr. Benny Greb, and this is the third time that Benny's been on the podcast, and every time he delivers some serious knowledge, and I asked him, how he gets so many things done and how he doesn't just start with an idea and then not finish that idea. And I think a lot of us have a ton of ideas. Oh, I wanna do this and I wanna do this and I wanna do this. How do you choose the ideas that you want and then actually follow through with completing them? Because I've started a lot of things and not finished them and Benny has some great advice. So listen in. There are some projects that I started And that didn't come to pass. And I didn't feel like, okay,
3: I still have the juice for it. And then it was actually okay that they don't manifest. And there are other projects that lie around forever. And it really bugs me. It's like,
0: I want to get this out. I want to get this finished. So I think this is also just a very natural way of also trusting. Like if it really goes on your nerves. Like (laughs) when we talk about okay, first you want to do something, then it's maybe hard or more work than you thought or more difficult. So that's a certain amount of pain, right? But then the question is, which pain gets bigger? The pain of not having it finished or the pain of having to get in there and make some progress? All right, up next is Mr. Tony Royster Jr., And this is coming from episode 580, and this is based on the conversation that he and I were having about hard work and making it and and reaching your dreams and your goals and things like that. And if anyone can talk about those and offer a lot of advice, that would be Tony Royster. Listen up.
1: Everybody has these different type of mindsets when it comes to what you should learn, what you need to know. And it's just such a crazy conversation to have with just different drummers, what they feel like the priority is. At this point, like I said, for me, after I finished doing what I do in my time, I want people to know that I did put in 110%, and I did try to establish my own type of being. I did Mm not want to try to follow a trend and to let people know that anything is possible. And if you stay focused, you can make it. Stay consistent and persistent, It's a strong possibility that you're going to make it.
0: All right, here we go. Number three with Kevin Murphy. And this whole clip is about us talking about motivation, self-help, sort of people who are out there trying to sell their courses that aren't qualified and, and all of those different things. But he has some really sound advice for anyone who is looking for answers and looking for motivation and, and sort of pondering the, the, uh, the meaning of life, if you will. So this is, uh, this is Kevin Murphy in true Kevin Murphy form. Here we go.
4: Gary Vee is a really good example. It's not like he's saying anything profound. He's giving life advice. He just says fuck a lot. So it's edgy. And you know what's funny? Tony Robbins, as soon as Gary Vee got big, Tony Robbins started cussing. I just think that it's funny when people are acting like he's the second coming of Christ and he's saying these profound statements, and none of it is profound. Be bold. Gretzky said it better. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Done. Motivational speaking over. Never again. He said it. Every time somebody says anything that could be construed as self-help, other people hang on it as if it's gospel when it's like, man, sit in a quiet room without your fucking TV on for a minute. You're going to come up with those same thoughts like oh you you tell me you want a gig but you don't play or approach people like you want a gig so you don't and for me my issue with drumming stuff is don't pretend
0: all right we're getting one step closer to number one this is number two with matt cameron from episode 579 and this is advice on Joining a band that there was already a drummer in there and they left and you're replacing them So when he joined Pearl Jam he wasn't the original drummer in Pearl Jam Although he's been with that band for 20 years now He wasn't the original drummer and he has some advice on how you can blend in with a band that is Art that is already touring or already exists and it doesn't have to be if you're just joining a huge band like Pearl Jam. I think this is great for if you're joining a local band, a touring band, another artist working with other musicians who've already been working together before. So this is some solid advice from someone who does this very well, Mr. Matt Cameron.
3: I came into an established group when I joined Pearl Jam and I didn't really wanna rock the boat. I wanted to make sure that they felt good with what I was bringing to the band. They knew my history with Soundgarden was a real creative partnership that I had with the other guys in the group. I would write music and I would arrange stuff. I was kind of the musical director in a lot of ways in Soundgarden. So they knew that I had those abilities, but I didn't want to like come in guns a blazing and insist that people work on my music and things like that, just because it wasn't really my place at that time. But eventually, once we started working on the first album by noral i contributed a song and it worked great and the guys just dove right in
0: and here we are number 1 with the godfather of groove himself mr steve jordan episode 581 and this clip is all about Feel And who better to talk about feel than Steve Jordan? So I'm going to take any advice he has about feel and run with it. So I think you should too. So let's hear it from the man himself, Mr. Steve Jordan.
1: First of all, if you know anything about feel, you know that if Ringo wasn't playing the drums, it would have a different feel. And you know about feel is the most important ingredient in the chemistry of a band. If you go through all the bands that have lost their original drummers, they've never been the same. Led Zeppelin, The Who. Now, the thing about The Who, talk about coming full circle. Okay, so Keith Moon dies, Kenny Jones comes in, and he's just not the right person for this band. Now, the only time The Who has sounded good since Keith Moon is with Who. Zach Starkey, Ringo yeah. son. Yeah, because Zach Starkey, my brother has a feel mm. that he got from his dad. OK. <laughs> All right. So that's why when I was working with the Stones, you know, I always insisted Charlie play. I mean, I had it when I first started working with them in 85 Charlie was like, "Yo, man, I want you to play drums on this tune. I said to him, look, man. As long as you're alive, I'm not playing drums on this tune. It's a Stones tune, because as a fan, I would be so pissed off at myself, you know. <laughs> now there have been some great Stones, iconic Stones tracks that he did not play drums on. I and mean, you can't always get what you want, you know. Uh, he did not that? play on that. Well, they had an incredible producer, Mr. Miller. He produced some of the funkiest stone stuff, starting with Honky Tonk Woman and Sympathy for the Devil and Can't Always Get What You Want, and he was a drummer as well. So he played drums on that tune. And if you listen to the drumming on You Can't Always Get What You Want, it's very unusual in its quirkiness. You know, if you really break down the playing, it's wild, it's kind of, it's almost clumsy, you know. so um, it's very special and it's the kind of thing that if that beat wasn't played like that the record wouldn't sound the same you know it, it has that kind of quality
0: there you have it the top 10 episodes of 2020 again 2020 was a strange year it was a rough year it was a hard year and The silver lining is that we got to have these great guests and I got to have these great conversations and share them with you. And there's so much knowledge in all of these episodes that we released in 2020. So I hope that you enjoyed that. I hope you got some value out of it. Also, I want to thank you for sticking with me through the pandemic, through all of this stuff, for continuing to come back, to listen to the podcast, to send me emails and messages. And I, I would not be able to do this without the support of you listening. So thank you so much. And here we are in 2021, 600 episodes in. We're not stopping anytime soon, so we're going to keep this train rolling. But again, thank you so much. Again, I hope you get a lot of value from this podcast. And until the next episode, keep drumming, and I'll be talking to you soon. Peace. Drummer's Resource is produced by Revoice Media. Executive producer Nick Ruffini, that's me, edited by Justin Thomas, video editing by Tomas Shannon, and graphic design by Catherine Wade. For more music and entertainment podcasts, be sure to check out revoicemedia.com.